Hey everyone and welcome back to the It's Good to Talk podcast um, brought to you by the Let's Chat YouTube channel and also on Spotify as well because we have gone on to both now so you can both look at us if you would like to or just listen to our dulcet tones, either is good. Um, I'm joined today by Taylor Spence, uh, we're going to be talking about, <laughs> little wave there, we're going to be talking about um, self-esteem and self-love. So the idea of actually being there for yourself and understanding um, that kind of the need to be there for yourself and understand that you actually matter. So we're going to talk a bit about that. Um, so Taylor has a, a bachelor's degree in child and youth care, so does have some interaction in mental health in general, um, but also is a, a Twitch affiliate for about a month now, has been a Twitch affiliate and does have a kind of a, a safe space in her chat as well, um, uh, where she is Luna TJ. So Taylor, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> Just to kind of, I, I am. I'm fine. Really, I'm fine. Good. <laughs> I'm doing okay. It's a little bit later for me than it is for you, obviously. Yeah. Um, because if when when Taylor speaks a little bit more, you'll figure out that Taylor's in Canada. Um, I'm of, uh, of course in the UK. So the one good thing about um the the world being in turmoil for the past year is it means that these podcasts have meant that they've opened up more doors of going. You know what? I'll talk to people outside of a twenty mile radius. So that's yes. always good. Um, but so when I did a, um, I came into your chat on Twitch the other day and mm-hmm. um, basically said, what, what do you think is the most important thing? What would you like to see in terms of mental health? Um, and this is what's led to me asking you on the podcast is you were like self, self-esteem, self-love, so all that kind of stuff. So what led you to say that? What led you to ask it? Um, You know what, I think it's really just things that I've been through and things that I've really learned for myself as I've been growing up and everything. I I just don't think that there's enough push in the world for people to really take in who they are, accept who they are, take the signs that their body is giving them that they need to do something for themselves. You know, like, especially in the times that we're in right now, like everybody's mental health, I'm sure is just in a very different place than what we're used to. Um, and I think mental health is becoming a lot more of an open conversation, but just, I know when I was growing up, it, it wasn't there. So I know when I was falling down and, and hitting those blocks in the road, I, sometimes I didn't know where to go, what to do, where the resources were. Um, and I didn't know how to love myself and take care of myself. And so I think that really put me in a worse position than I should have been in because I didn't know how to take care of myself in those avenues and areas to access. So I just think it's so, so, so important, especially now and in the future to keep those paths open and have that awareness for yourself. Yeah, because I mean, two of the countries that have kind of had the most um, in terms of lockdown that have actually um, found some problems in lockdown have been both our countries. Yeah, very dodgy light here. So apologies for anyone that's uh, listening and not knowing. But uh, let's just quickly do that. There we go. My my screen is no longer rippling. So um, yeah. Canada and the UK have been in and out of lockdown a bit and they have been slightly harsher in terms of lockdown compared to some other countries that have actually gone had to go back in like France mm-hmm. um, so obviously mental health hasn't been the best and as we talked about um, before this I've actually spoken to two other people in in Canada during the lockdown times um, both Papa uh, Pause from Twitch and Call Me Chris from TikTok who have had to deal with various things in terms of their mental health and talking about their lack of interaction with people um so in terms of self i I talked when i talked about it on on twitch and various other places about the fact that we need to let other people in we need to say Mm -hmm. to other people look this is how i need to talk when i'm like this please 
do this. Don't just stand there uh, or don't have a different approach to everyone else. Please, this is the way to deal with it. But of course, right. if you have friends effectively taken away as well, because we're in lockdown, you can't see anybody, mm-hmm. it becomes even harder. And, right. you know, I think people people kind of misunderstand what we mean by, by self-love and self-esteem in this idea that, it, that people start to think of it as being a kind of, oh, well, I'm by myself. And it's like, no, no, no. I need other people there as well to to mm-hmm. then bolster that. So, how have you right. found it with um, with Twitch? Because I know that a lot of people have found find social media and social interactions like it's the devil. We can't do that. It <laughs> makes everyone really awful and all that. It's bullshit. But yes. um, how have you found it? Have you found it like a, a big thing for you? Because I know that like we were chatting the other day, and um, one of your mods. Because I I just I always assume that people's mods are from like down the road, like when they mm-hmm. just started. But at least one of your mods is from America. Yep. So, um, like, how have you found it with Twitch and, and interacting, finding new friends as well? Honestly, like, l- listen, I, I hate this pandemic, but I'm thankful for it for one reason, because now everybody is going onto social media and I hate mm. social media, but it does bring people closer in a time where we need to be connected with people. Um, and like in Twitch, I didn't even think anything serious of it. I had a few friends, including one of my mods who was pushing me to, to stream. They're like, you have the personality for it. And so I started doing it. Didn't think anything crazy of it. And now I have an amazing community. It's small, but I love my community. Um, And with that being said, you know, I reconnected with people from high school and I've now reconnected, not reconnected, connected with people that I've never met before. So such as one of my mods who who lives in America that I never would have met had it not been for Twitch. Um, And the three of us, you know, my two mods and, and, and myself, we're on Discord all the time, sending each other messages and checking in with each other. So like we've created a really nice community for each other. Um, and, and it's not even, it doesn't even just have to be that community where we're like, hey, you know what? Having a really bad mental health day and I need to talk to somebody about that. It, it, it's not always just to that either. It's just, you know what? I'm having a really bad day. You have a hobby and something in common with me. I just need to be with somebody. Let's just hang out for a little bit and we'll play a game for an hour. And sometimes that's that's just what you need. Not you know, Everybody needs different things. Somebody needs a conversation. Somebody needs to vent about it. There's so many different ways that your body will need that kind of release. And, and sometimes it's just, hey, I just need company. Play a game with me for an hour. We don't even need to talk, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's different, definitely true. Not so much for me because yeah. I don't game. <laughs> yeah, you If don't anyone's game. ever been on my channel, I am <laughs> probably the only person on Twitch that doesn't game at all. Because <laughs> yeah. even non-gamers still play some stuff. I don't. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, it, it's very true. I mean, I, I still go into Discord and I chat with people yeah. from all over. Like I I I now do a, um like a, a monthly podcast with um uh, two people over in America. I haven't met met them, met them in real life, right? And, you know, and, but I know like um that one of them is a, has a master's in in mental health counselling. The other one is an ex vet. Um, and then there's me just going, hey, I'm a grumpy Brit, and it's it's great like the the interaction and and, and stuff that you get with people, and you're quite yeah. right especially with gaming because i know people have always had this idea um i mean one of my brothers always had this idea when i was younger um back when i did play games um that you know gaming is bad and it's evil and that will make you this and right. oh, you can't go it's it's just so many levels of bullshit guys so <laughs> yes. the, the latest research from oxford that was done last year during the pandemic that did the questionnaires and surveys in real time it didn't do it three weeks later when people ha- people's moods have changed did it in real time and it did it with um oh animal farm animal farm okay is that what it's animal called cro- animal crossing animal crossing that's it <laughs> sorry close, i was thinking close. of the book clearly 
<laughs> bad times we're in. So Animal Crossing and also um, Plants versus Zombies. Um, those are the two games that are used. And there was a significant uplift in well-being for people playing. Ooh. People yeah. literally gaming had an increase in their mental health and their well-being. So then doing it with friends and being like, okay, I don't know if my mental health is going down, but I just feel like maybe. And that's also something with, with um, self-esteem and, and self-love as well, is yes. that having those warning signs of going, okay, oh, yes. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like shit right now, but I feel like I might be about to let's do something. So I don't. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's the, cause everyone's answer to self-esteem and I'm sorry, anybody that's listening to this and you're a positivity streamer or one of those people just goes, it's going to be better to fuck off. Just do us all a favor, turn yes. off the computer and piss off into a corner somewhere. It's not true. These positivity of like, oh, it's all, oh, well, let's materialize it by thinking about it. The secret can be shoved up the person's ass that came up with that. The thing you do is you work towards it with your friends, with your family, with those yeah. around you. And you actually look at your, your triggers and you look to build something for tomorrow and to build on it. It is not sitting in the corner of a yoga studio going um and thinking happy thoughts. Yeah. I know that's what people think. When you say mental health to someone, I still say it. When I say mental health to someone, people go, oh, so you, you just do all this kind of um and, and tell people to be happy. I'm like, no, I do not. Come and check out what I say. I really, yeah. I, I love it. Because when, when I'm on Twitch, um, every now and again, very, not as often as it used to be, I will get people that come into my stream and they'll, because they assume a certain thing along with mental health, they'll be like, oh, so you're just saying all this stuff. And I'm like, uh, no, you're new, aren't you? And I was like, I'm not that. And then I've had, very, usually I have to ban them because they're actually just complete assholes. But every now and again, every now and again, I'll get one person that just goes, I actually came in here as a troll, but I actually like, you swear a lot and I like the way you sound. I'm sticking around. I'm like, okay, fine. Oh, that, that's helpful to your mental health. Winner. Because cool. like, I get I get annoyed by that is um, like yeah. swearing as well. Because everyone, swearing, like if you're, if you are so in the depths of hell that the passion and the need for you to swear comes out and you've got someone there shaking their finger going well that's just not very nice and people aren't going to feel very nice about that i was like mm, yeah. that, that's great get in the bag just get out of here i don't care about that i don't care i'm i'm i've, I've had this argument with people about um, trigger warnings and stuff as well is that if it's an open chat it's an open chat that's it yeah. i don't want to be throwing people away because they talk away that you don't like i don't care what you want i care right. about the person that's in danger i care about the person whose self-esteem has gone i care about the person who is there going i hate myself that's the person that matters to me right now not some fucking karen going on about stuff fucking karens <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i mean i don't know if you have any response to anything i said there because i know i talk about 50 things at once yeah because you go you go a mile a minute <laughs> try not to but you but you are very very right very very right because you know and i know that self-care and self-love and everything looks different for everybody but it, it, the number of of therapy and counseling sessions that i went to where they're saying you know go sit in a corner and you'll cross your legs and mm, the hell is this going to do for me um and you know it's not just that even in class like so when i was in college and we're doing our our classes they're doing um you know what's it called when you're doing this meditation meditation i can't fucking meditate i can't turn my brain off you expect me to sit there and meditate and clear my brain are you oh. kidding like it just doesn't work and i get it okay there are probably people that it works for and i i'm not gonna like 
harp down on them at all. If it works for you, it works for you. But that's not the one way. And that's something that I wish my, my, my school would have incorporated. Don't do one whole class focused on meditation. Yes. You know, or the other thing as well is, um, so many people that are watching this, um, if anyone's watching, I mean, well done, you've made it about five minutes in, <laughs> give yourself a clap on the back. Um, most people that are watching this and have any idea about me probably won't expect this. I'm a meditation teacher. And are you? Uh, yes. And um, don't make me sit and clear my mind. What? Well, what you just said <laughs> isn't fucking meditation. Anybody oh, out there right now, it's perfect. It is, it is, it is like one very, very particular type of guided meditation. That's it. If that works, fine. However, um, anyone that's, um, that watches this, if you go into the other channels, you'll find out for the challenge MH, you can find a video about this. The falsity of, 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 um, of meditation is that people. I'm glad I brought this up then. I'm glad oh, I brought it this pisses up. me off. Um, so people <laughs> basically, and, and it is, it comes in with self-care because it's one of those things that it's like therapy. It's like different self-care. It's like any, anything to do with mental health is that people put something forward as being one way. And this is how this is done because it doesn't mm -hmm. work for someone that completely turns that person off to yes. that the problem is is that actually another version of that may have been perfect for you yep. but your mind because of what they've told you and the bullshit they've filled you up with goes well it's not right for me but yes. actually so meditation is any time at which you are mindful of the situation and you have lost yourself into a meditative state basically the easiest way to, the easiest way to know that you've been in a meditative state is when you've lost time so for some people gardening is meditative they will be gardening and they think they've been out there for five minutes it's been an hour you've been gaming and it, you're an autopilot not when you're paying attention but when it becomes an autopilot and you're just like oh well i'm just gaming i'm just oh I, uh you know if they're doing it for you taylor you've been on for like five hours no i haven't i've been on for like half an hour what me anytime it can be it can be literally listening to acdc it can be watching your favorite netflix anytime that you have the ability that your mind is cleared by itself and when we talk about a mind being cleared if you are telling your mind to be cleared it won't be because all that you then think about is clear your mind no yep. fuck that if you're trying to do that at any point anyway what you should be being told if someone is going through the traditional route is to concentrate on breathing mm -hmm. not to clear your mind it's to, mm -hmm. you make someone only think about their breathing and you you make it so that the breathing is the focal point because then they automatically don't think about anything else because they're right. too bothered thinking about their breathing um and then because they are only thinking about the breathing or they're gaming or anything about the gaming then your mind allows you to think about the things that have been getting to you to actually have that true moment of mindfulness because there are no other things clogging your mind at that point you are open to realization of what's happening and a mindful moment that's meditation. The amount of times I've heard, and that's why <laughs> if anyone comes into my chat and and uh, and has heard me on here, probably talk to other people as well. The amount of times I hear people talk about meditation in terms of sit in a corner and go um, it's like that is what you call LA bullshit. It's mm -hmm. where everybody in LA has gone. Well, I've watched um, this on YouTube. I'm going to open a studio. Oh, will you ever loving fuck off? Just, <laughs> just no. That's not how you did it. So yeah. I've been meditating for almost as long as I've been doing martial arts and I've been doing martial arts since I was four. Um, and so I, we used to sit there at the end of sessions, cross legs and with our hands there, we never went um once and we had our sensei literally talk to us about breathing. So even from day one at four years old, 
the way they did it was concentrate your breathing. We're yeah. not going to tell you to clear your mind because that doesn't fucking work. And this is after you've been hit. So you can't really, you can't really think about something else anyway, because you're still in pain from being thrown across the room. So <laughs> how's that going to work? <laughs> well, so it's, it, it's so like, it's so specific to the person. And right. some, some people can be listening to heavy metal and be meditative state. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're, you're right and wrong. You're right in that um, having one lesson on meditation in that is, is complete bullshit. Yes. Also wrong, but mainly because they taught you wrong. It's they one of those wrong. things that universities have a great thing of doing, of going, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we're going to be really good for like, it's World Mental Health Day. So what we're going to do is we're going to mm-hmm. do this class. Everyone's going to do it. It's going to be amazing. Um, no, actually do something. Don't just talk about bullshit. Actually do it. It's what annoys me about positivity streamers as well. Like, don't right. give me don't give me words i don't want a hashtag i don't want to everything's gonna be okay tomorrow what i want you to do is give me resources give me yes. a way forward and actually fucking talk to me yes do the tools do the exploration <laughs> trial and error see what's going to help you yeah yeah exactly and that's that's the big thing is when you're looking at self-love and, and um self-esteem and i will also say is that self-esteem in my mind and you feel free to disagree with me because i feel like you're nodding and smiling just to be nice um because you're canadian <laughs> as well we expect it um yeah self-esteem should be the very last thing you do in terms of steps to self-actualization definitely um and you were meant to disagree for fuck's sake taylor no i'm sorry sorry. (laughs) but the the main reason is is so um when i go through these in, in terms of people is if you give your friends um a list of things to help you um, and then let's say you have a mood diary. Um, by the way, if you're going to do a mood diary, I know a lot of people suggest mood diaries. A lot of therapists suggest mood diaries. Don't just have a mood diary. Have a mood diary that's part of your journal, because otherwise it just looks like this. On Monday, I felt like this. Um, at, at 10 a.m. At 2 p.m., I felt like this. On Tuesday, I felt like this. That's great. Why did you fucking feel like that? Because I have no idea. Neither do you. <laughs> Because you haven't got a journal. You haven't said, oh, I met that that guy that I liked and he was a complete cunt to me. You haven't said anything. Like, you, you haven't identified the trigger. You need yes, to identify exactly. your triggers. So don't just do a mood diary. If you've been told by your therapist a mood diary, one, tell them, please do your job properly and then go, okay, let's do a journal as well. Um, and please send them to me. Up for the challenge, Twitch. Fucking go for it. I don't care. Um, by the way, there are resources below as well. So we understand this. There are there will be resources if you need them. If you need to talk to somebody um, about any kind of things, there are resources from my website below. Um, even talk to Taylor beforehand about getting an extra few for Canada. Uh, I literally nearly called it Canada for fuck's yep, sake. For yep. Canada, there will be a few more below as well. And there's a load of other things, um, a load of places where you can hear me um, spout, you know, spouting and ranting anyway. But um, yep. if you're going to do a mood or you do that as well. The reason self-esteem for me needs to come last is because if you do try and do everything else um, after and you have self-esteem first, you can feel fantastic one day and you can be like, okay, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to boost my own self-esteem. And let's say that works. It, it won't because you can't really do that, but let's, let's say it works and you go, oh, today I'm going to, I'm going to just be better. Then something happens and you didn't realize it was going to happen because you didn't realize what was happening because you didn't do a mood diary. You didn't tell your friends what to do when this happens. And now your friends are just walking around like headless chickens and you're getting worse because they're all treating you differently. And your self-esteem goes from here to here immediately. And there's no comeback for you because you don't know the steps that, to get there. Whereas mm-hmm. if it happens when your self-esteem is last and something drops, your friends, one, your friends are there to catch you. Also, too, if you've done um, all the steps to be aware of your own mental health, 
you will likely know when something is about to happen. So your drop won't go there. It will go, there's a ledge. Yeah. And you have those abilities. Their self-esteem has to be last. The problem is, is the whole industry is set around your self-esteem comes first. And look, everyone's love. It's, I really do think it's the kind of, I, I, I have like images of the old Star Trek, you know, where it's like women um, with the ballet dancer things going, ah. that's how I think of when I think of positivity streamers. That's how you sound to me. <laughs> is it's it's just nonsense it really mm -hmm. annoys me um yeah. but i'm gonna let you because i rant a lot and i okay. do want my guests to actually talk so i'm gonna just give it to you now taylor okay. and um I just expect you to talk so i'm, go I'm just gonna move the, the, the microphone all right now. Just... all right i will talk and you know <laughs> if you need to talk over me talk over me but i i 110 agree with you that self-esteem has to be the last thing to work on because you have to think of it like a building block and it's just like you said if you have great self-esteem, but you don't have that self-love and those tools for yourself and you fall, like, just like you said, Adam, you're going to fall and you will not have those tools and that ability to, to build yourself back up. Or you may, but it might take you a lot longer to get to that point where you were at because you're not comfortable um, with those tools yet. But if you flip it and you do that self-love, that self-care first, you identify those tools, you communicate with the people around you, the people taking care of you. Um, when, so that when things happen, you're not going to fall that hard because you know you, you can't expect to just fall and know exactly what to do when you get back up. I know that I've fallen plenty of times and I've just been stuck because I, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't sure what what my triggers were. I wasn't sure how I could feel better, what it, what it was that I needed at the time. Did I need to talk to somebody? Did I need to take a bath? Did I need to go for a walk? Like, and then from that, it's okay, so now what do I do? What do I do with my mind? How am I going to help my mind? How am I going to get stronger? What, what am I going to recognize for the next time? That's the also like super, super important. It's not just, okay, let me get through this right now, but how am I going to better prepare myself when something like this happens again in the future? Then you can get your self-esteem. And then that way, that, that fall, if you have that fall again, it's got a little bit of a cushion for you. And then it's a, it's a little bit less, uh, lesser, like, Wow, I can't even talk. It's a little bit less of that fall. It's a little bit easier to get back up. Still going to be hard. Nobody's saying it's going to be a walk through the freaking park or anything like that. But at least you have that that building block, that foundation to get back up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's that. It's that. It's. It, you've got someone to grab for you if you fall, yes. and you've got you're just falling down steps rather than off a cliff. Yeah. And and that's that's the big thing is that so many people try and go past it, and it's just this you're entire industry and the shortcut's Sorry. not going to yeah. get you anywhere oh yeah everyone wants this you know? it's this um of like I've, I've had it before in martial arts i've talked about this before in other podcasts where um because i i'm a, i'm an instructor of, of self-defense um and i've done martial arts for a long time like i said since i was four and i'll have people that i'm training be like um they'll do it for an, an hour they'll do one very simplistic move and they'll do it for an hour and then they'll be like well i can't get it why can't i get it i'm like because you've been doing it for an hour Right. Like, yeah but you can do it I'm like yeah because I've been fucking this up since before you even knew this martial art existed um and they're like, oh yeah but I should be able to do it no no you shouldn't like mm -mm. if you could just do that I would be null and void um like you can't just do it it does take practice yes. and that's what people don't like and especially people don't like the idea of practice when it comes to self-defense mm. sorry self-defense self-love and self-esteem yeah. um because of the fact that we've had this spouting of bull for so long 
it's been part of like LA. It's, I, I'd say LA every time because it's where it all seems to come from. This kind of LA um, wellness brand, you know, this goop stuff from Gwyneth Paltrow. And Gwyneth, fuck off. Just go back <laughs> in your hole. Seriously. Um, it's, it's such a massive issue because people do start to believe oh, well, I can just take the shortcut. I, I can just do this. If I buy the book, The Secret, I can just, uh, this is this is it. I, I'm sorted. I mean, you had it on Family Guy when they took a piss out with Brian Griffin. Wish it, want it, get it. You know, And that's basically what The Secret says. And it's how mm-hmm. people have started to think. And so then when you go, actually, you've got to work at it. You, you, you want to, you clearly want some help with your mental health because you're here, you're talking about it. So right. you have to put work in. The idea of a therapist, and people go, oh, yeah, that's what my therapist for. No, it's not. Your therapist is there to make it so that you don't need a therapist. Mm-hmm. And it's my, my issue with LA therapists as well, because everyone in LA has a therapist for their entire life. That's not the point of a therapist or a counsellor. The idea yeah. should be the same as what we used to talk about when we talked about Oxfam, about teaching someone to fish rather than giving them a fish. It's you give them the tools so that, um, so that they can build the house and they can build the structure of their own yes. self-esteem. You don't go, oh, well, no, I'm going to need that key back to your self-esteem at the end of this session. I mean, um, I'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and no. that's, that's the problem is people want that shortcut. People want that bullshit. Yeah. And it's just not that simple. And there can be 50 different ways of getting there. You know, you don't no. have to have one route. You, it might be that one day one thing's going to work for you and the next day something else is going to work for you. Right. You know, it could be that going for a run one day will really help you. And the next day you're like, I can't be asked with this. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever is best for you is best for you. And I know that sounds simplistic, but it's literally true. Because yeah. people, I get people on, on Twitch all the time. It's like, oh yeah, but do you, th- I, I actually had it in somebody else's chat earlier where I saw someone say, um, do you think I'm a bad person for having to do this rather than this? And my response to them, even though it's somebody else's chat, I just went, if it was best for you at that time, then that is literally it. It is best for you. That doesn't make you a bad person. It just right. is. You needed to do that because you needed to do that. It's End situational. Off. It's going to be yeah. different in every situation. There is no right or wrong. It's it's just what's going to help you in that moment. And if it's if that one thing that helps you then doesn't ever help you again, that's okay because it served its, po- its purpose at that time. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's, you know, you don't... <laughs> The way people go around it is never going to be the same. It's never mm-hmm. going to be the same. I mean, no. I, I had low self-esteem and low, low stuff during lockdown because I couldn't hit things because of doing martial arts a lot of the time. I'm yep. used to hitting things. But then a lot of the time when I'm now open to do it more, I'm saying, like, yeah, but you know what? Actually, I'm going to go on stream. Like I've done it before when I've gone on stream. And I'm a mental health streamer. People expect me to be the one that's, and I'm, I, if anyone does come into my stream, I'm, I'm not a nice person on stream. Um, people come into my stream and they kind of expect for me. And I've literally gone on stream before and just went, you know what, guys, I don't know if I'm going to be streaming for long because I'm in a shit mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's then you kind of go, oh, actually, this has helped. But yes. it's not, you know. But again, mm-hmm. it is that building block. It's never going to yeah. be. Never go onto a stream. Never go onto YouTube. So if you're listening to this thinking, oh, by the time I've, I've finished listening to Taylor and Adam talk, I'm going to be cute. You're not. It's not going to happen. You're not going to be yeah. cured. You're not going to be able to watch a YouTube clip and suddenly be fantastic. You're not going to be able to go on a Twitch stream and be fantastic. You know, watching some fucking random person on the internet or some five minute chat with a therapist isn't going to cure you. Potentially, there is no such thing as a cure, especially for self-esteem and self-love. It's just how shit life is right then. Yeah. And I know that's something that people don't like to hear either because everyone always likes this positivity in that, oh, like, you should always say that life's fantastic and life's... It's, no. It isn't. It's Life not. is shit. 
It is brutal and short. And I'm sorry, people never like me for that, but fuck it, it's true. <laughs> it just is true. I don't want the arguments of, oh, no, it's not. No, it isn't. It's not, it's not nice. Literally, the universe is set to try and kill us. Everything around the Earth is set to try and kill us. The fucking Earth itself and the people on there seem to have issue with each other most of the time as well. It is not a good right. The difference is, is that any bad thing can be made good by your actions within it. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, if you are, if you're on a roller coaster, like life will use that shitty fucking cliche, but let's say that <laughs> life is a roller coaster and that's literally a fucking song lyric, isn't it? Well, let's say life's a roller coaster. Yeah, that's shit because you might not like roller coasters. Oh my God, I, got, I shouldn't have eaten before. Come on here. What the fuck am I doing? Well, then next time you have some up and down, don't eat beforehand. Don't stick your hand halfway out so it gets chopped off by something you go past. Next time, sit nicely. Don't eat um, too much beforehand. Keep your mouth closed so you don't have any flies going in your mouth and ride the roller coaster. Use what is there right then to deal with it. Don't make things worse for yourself and assume that you're going to be able to go ah and get a fucking picture taken because it isn't going to happen. Mm -mm. I love my analogies, by the way. That was, <laughs> that was a crazy analogy. I love it, though. I love it. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off for a little. You can take some please, deep breaths, have please. a sip of add some liquid. Um, but it is it is something that you know, like you were saying, you're not gonna watch a video and at the end of it being like, oh my god, like I found it, I know exactly what I need to do now. It it doesn't work that way, and it's not gonna take you know five weeks and ten weeks of of counseling or therapy because at the end of the day, this is something that it's gonna you know, at different points in your life, you're always going to need to take this self-love, the self-esteem and, and take care of yourself. And you might find at one point in your life, it's going to be better. And at one point in your life, it's going to be worse and shittier, but you know, it's like the life is a roller coaster. I'll take it back to your little analogy there. There's going to be great times. There's going to be low times. It's going to happen. But like you said, we're not going to sugarcoat it and say, Hey, guess what? Tomorrow will be better because it just might not. And the day after that might be shittier. It might be better but it might be shittier, but this is something that, that people are going to struggle on for a long time, for a long duration of their life. And it just also depends on what life stage they're at. Right. I mean, things that I dealt with as a teenager, when I was in high school have, are very, very different from what I'm dealing with now and are very different from what I'm going to be dealing with when I'm, you know, in my forties and my fifties and, and so on. So it's, it's not ever something that it's just, I'm going to watch a video today for five minutes and I'm going to be blessed for the rest of my life I'm, I'm gonna be totally fine it's not ever gonna be like that and if you think it's gonna be like that get that out of your head yeah it's, it's not it's that generational, simple it's generational as well i mean so you're yeah. you're you're millennial aren't you theoretically uh i think so yeah so me and <laughs> me and you are both millennials so the way yeah. we think about something isn't gonna be the same as gen z right it's not gonna be the same as gen x either because yeah. We're the, we're the, we were the annoying generation first. Fuck you, yes. Gen Z. Yeah. Um, so, but like, <laughs> people hated us first. So we've had to deal yeah. with that from above and below and everyone else goes through it in a different stage. And so right. the way that we were brought up means that we have some of the hangups of the generation before. Um, Ooh, half a half. Well, it's that it, um, um, Philip Larkin poem. They fuck you up your mum and dad. They may not mean to, but they do. Yeah. You know, um, it's, that's literally it because they yeah. give you the issues that they had and then there's a few extras and that's it. So you always have a slightly different um, take on things. And that's, right. that's the point. That's what generational things are. Yeah. Um, and we always seem to, especially when we're in this kind of woke world, 
um, is this idea that um, first world problems don't matter as well. And that pisses me off because yes. they do to someone in the first world. Mm-hmm. That, that's the pro- you can't expect someone who has never been in true poverty. And I say true poverty in terms of um, a village where you have to walk 30 miles for water. If you've never experienced that, then the lowest point for you as a first world issue is still a fucking issue. Yeah. Feel something that's affecting your mental health. It doesn't matter how big or small. Right. Because those kind of things, and it annoys me because you get those same people that say stupid shit like that are the same people that then go, oh, peace and love to everyone. Why don't we all get on? Because you're a fucking idiot half the time. That's (laughs) the problem. It's because we don't recognize it. We don't recognize actually everyone's mental health is different. Everyone's level of interaction is different. And how many times have people said, oh, well, you don't look depressed. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Like, you don't look like this. What, uh, you know, uh, Robin Williams. I was just going to say, dep- I was just going to say, okay. you would have never known that Robin no. Williams had any kind of depression. It's the tears of a clown. And that's the thing. Yep. Would you have then gone to Robin Williams and gone, oh, well, your issues are first world problems. No, they're fucking not. They're problems. End of. Yeah. If it's got the word problem, you know what? It is. And that's yeah. the problem. So, I mean, after using that word a lot there, but so, so for you, you said, um, and I don't know how much you want to go into this if you want to at all, but okay. you, you had um, some issues yourself, mm-hmm. most specifically, yeah. you said about, um, about things. So yeah. one, what were they? And how yeah. did you find a way out of them in, in terms of loving yourself? What were they and how did I find the love for myself? Oh, and but, actually, if you, even if you yeah. do, because it may be that you go, you know what, I don't. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. So what were some of my things? What are my things? Um, you know what? I'm, I'm that person who is, oh, I don't even know how to really break it down. The anxieties that I have, I can sit here and I'll, and I'll, I'll just be point blank with you. I sit here and I can think of my anxieties and I'm like, this is so stupid, but I have them. And I have those days where I, don't want to get out of bed. It's beautiful, sunny, and I'm seeing gray. And I know I'm not the only person who has this. And I know I'm, I'm not in a, in a, in a bad situation, you know, bad situation. You know, I have, I have a life that I'm lucky to have, but that doesn't change the fact that there are days and there are moments where I am like, what the fuck am I doing? Where the fuck am I? Where the fuck do I go from here? Um, and I, and I think a lot of people have them. And I think people just hide from it. Um, and with, with some of that, I've had low moments. I remember the first time that I harmed myself. I remember the second time that I harmed myself. And I remember the third time that I harmed myself. For me, I would say it started, I remember the first time I was still in elementary school. I was grade eight going into grade nine. And what, uh, sorry, yeah, uh, because we don't use grades here. What age is that? 14, 13. Okay. Yeah, you say elementary teenager. school, and I think eight or nine okay. years old. So I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, okay. for us, I, I think I, I'm I'm not smart, so I think it's 12, 13. Like you're going into your teens. We won't talk about the yeah. idea of smart because I don't believe in it, but we'll carry on. Carry <laughs> okay, on. okay. Um, so I remember I remember I was going into high school. Um, so I was around 12, 13, and and that was the first time I was feeling it. What it was that I was going through, I wouldn't even be able to tell you. I for the life of me, I I I don't even remember what had me feeling so low, what the thoughts it was that I had. You know, I had moments through high school with, with boyfriends where, you know, I had thoughts and, you know, probably were emotionally abusive and things like that. 
Um, and then, you know, you get into college and then you start getting more adult situations coming onto your plate. And by that point, I'm starting to lose family members. And so you have the matter of grief and I've never dealt with grief before. How do I deal with grief? And now I have this full-time workload and a full-time educational workload. What am I doing? Like, do I know what I'm doing with my life? I need to make these decisions. I, I feel like I just had so much and I felt that I could not, I could not carry the weight. And for some people, some people would, would be like, you're, you're fine. Like, what do, you, what do you mean? Like, you don't have any weight on your shoulders. But for me, like my shoulders were to the ground. I, I could not carry them. Um, and I would, I would say I, I had support. I did have support. I, you know, I found counseling. I found therapists. Did they work? Not great. Did I get put on medications? Yes. Did it work? No, I got off. I didn't like the way I was on them. You know, I, I took the time to explore, but I don't think at that point I, I really devoted the proper time to develop the, the self-love for myself. Um, and it, you know, even with my parents, like my family, I didn't talk to my family. I had a few close people that I talked to, but I, I didn't know what I was doing back then. And sometimes I still don't. And even now, like in the pandemic, like the, my most recent downfall was last summer when, you know, the pandemic was here and then it was kind of starting to lift up. Like it was looking good here in Ontario. And then I don't know, I, I dropped, I, I don't know what it was that triggered me. It's something that I'm still kind of working on. Cause we're still in Ontario. We're in and out of this lockdown, shutdown, whatever it is you want to call it. Um, but it's still something that I'm dealing with. Even, you know, there's, there's days now where it's like the most beautiful day. It should be the most positive day. And I, I am seeing gray and there, you're just trying to get through the day. You can feel like you're about to break down, but you don't want to let yourself break down. So you just keep pushing, which is just as bad as everything else. But something that really worked for me was, so my mom, my mom is kind of like my carer. Okay. Oh, oh high school. Or sorry, Taylor, you, yeah. you cut off there. Could you repeat oh. that? Sorry. you froze Okay. So my mom, yep. my mom was my carer and I didn't talk to her at all when I was experiencing this, like in my teens. I closed myself off from her because for me, it was, I don't want to bring harm or pain to my mom thinking that I'm not okay. But I also didn't know if she knew how to help me. And I didn't, I didn't know what I needed for help at that point either. Right. And this is where I, I wish I would have learned a little bit more about opening up at, at this point and having those real conversations with, with my mom or other people around me to try and explore what it was that I needed to help me earlier on. So in the past few years, I kind of, you know, tell my mom a little bit more of what I'm feeling, what I need, what I'm going through, you know, like I watched your Twitch stream with my mom the other night, because I think what's important is because this whole self-care and self-love and mental health is something that's such a big topic and, it, and it's only growing is that even the generation before us, they're learning a lot about it too, because the way that we deal with mental health now and, and the discussions and resources with it weren't available back when they were kids. So this is also a learning area for them. So for my mom, I remember the first time I had an anxiety attack and I went to my mom and it was the worst experience of my life. And I, I just was like, I'm, I'm not okay. And I was not getting what I needed from her. But now, you know, she'll, she knows she can really pick up on the science because I've opened up more, I've communicated more. And I think she's learned more just with the, the conversation being so out there in, in the open. Now there's times where she knows I'm, I'm not having a good day. She'll come in, she'll lay with me for five minutes and she'll fuck off. That's perfect. 
<laughs> you know, but those are some of the things that I was going through. And I just remember like, it, it was absolutely awful, but the harder part, believe it or not, wasn't the, the moods or the feelings that I was experiencing. It was, okay, so what am I doing? And, and where, where do I go? What do I do? What are my resources? Where can I go from here? How do I build myself back up now? And even now, again, it's still something that I'm working on because it doesn't just go away. It's not like, oh, I'm going to read this one book and we're all good now. It's, it's evolving because I'm also evolving. We're growing. So what, what we needed a year ago is very different from what we need now. So, you know, some of the things that I have to do for myself and it, and this doesn't work for everybody. This is to me, but you know, I do positive affirmations for myself. Does it work every day? Absolutely not. <laughs> but like, do I have like a, you know, good morning, like something written on my mirror? Yeah, I do. And you know, routines were very, very important for me because I'm not a routine-based person. So if I'm laying in bed until 11 o'clock, I'll probably stay in bed till four o'clock and that whole day is grayed away. I'm not doing anything, not building anything, not taking that love for myself. So I, I'm also somebody who's really good with routines, but I think the biggest thing, and I don't know if this is something anybody else experienced, but was listening to my body and what I actually needed. Mm. That was something I sucked at. I absolutely sucked. And I still do. I still do. But it's like listening, if I, if there was a day where, you know, there was a social outing and I, and I couldn't go, it was like, you used to feel that peer pressure that it's like, you couldn't cancel. And, or if you had to cancel, you had to provide a reason, but you didn't want to come out being like, I'm just, I'm not good today. You had to come up with an excuse. So like, even that has very like shifted a lot. Right. But it was just really reading those signs of, okay, you know what? I can tell mentally right now, like, I'm not good. I'm not okay. I need to step back or I need to go to my mom. I need to take an extra hour in bed. I need to take a day off work. That's a huge one too. Cause people aren't taking those times off work for mental health and it, you need to, it's a sick day. Yeah. It's you that, know? the idea of a duvet day, which is kind of right. needed a, a lot more, but so, I mean, so much of, of what you said there sounds pretty relatable for to a lot of people. A lot of people I, yeah. I interact with as well. I ranted, um, sorry. <laughs> I'll, you're telling me about rats. <laughs> <Shut up>. um, <laughs> like, I mean, the thing is there is that you're you're still going through them. Like you say, you yeah. still have those days where you're, you're not at this. It's not like, again, like we said, we don't have an answer. It's just mm -hmm. a way forward. And yeah. one thing I'm going you to say- We don't have a cure. There is not a cure. No, there isn't one. And the yeah. one thing I'd say is, I'd say is, is literally, um, you'll have noticed it now, but you won't have heard this before, I don't think. Um, and some people out there may not have done, but there is a little analogy, uh, unsurprising, that I created a while ago. And it's now the tagline of my Twitch channel and of, and of actually my website, which is turn on your light first. Yes. Um, and there's a there's a literally something to go with that. So the reason I say about turn on your life first, is, and you've mentioned it twice there, is you're thinking about I don't upset my mum. Mm -hmm. I want to make excuse. I don't want to um, think about the people. So what I'd say is fuck everyone else. Yes. So when you so the, in terms of turning on your life first, what what we look at it is if you're in a a hallway, and there uh, it's a long hallway. You're in one end, and somebody that you care about is at the other end, and it's a completely darkened hallway. What everyone currently does when they're thinking about stuff, and it's you, the way you've been talking is what you do as well, is you rush out mm -hmm. to try and turn on their light. And that's yep. what you're doing. You want to make sure that they're okay. The problem with that is you can't see your way. All you're doing is running down the hallway. You're probably falling over because the carpet's a bit taken up at one end and you fall and then you <laughs> bump into the wall. And then, oh, you find you, what happens is you finally get to that person 
but you're battered, you're bruised, you're cut in different places. Mm -hmm. And then you turn on their light. You've taken longer to get to them. So one, you've actually stopped the amount of time that you could have been with them because you were there later to turn on their light. So they've mm -hmm. suffered. You've suffered because you're battered and bruised and it hasn't helped you in the long run. Mm -mm. What happens if you do is turn on your light first, you make sure that you're okay. You are in the place that you can help them. That light goes on. Now you can see the hallway. Now there's a path in front of you. You can walk down that hallway. You can see, oh, that carpet's up there. I'll move. You right. can see that trip, those falls. And what happens is, well, you can see your path. You get to them quicker. You get to them with the ability to help them more because you're not battered and bruised. Your mind is in a clear place because it hasn't been pushed around all the place. You turn on their light and they're okay. Now, I know what most people say, um, especially when they've had um, this idea of, oh, yeah, but I just have to help other people. That's just who I am. No, it's not. And it shouldn't be. I know there's, there's so many of you out there going, oh, yeah, but it's just who I am. No, it's who you've created yourself to be because yes. you can't deal with your own issues right now because it's too hard. So you've made it so you have to be this person because being a mother is more important. Being a friend is more important. No, it's not. You are. And what mm -hmm. most people's response is, oh, but I make sure that I've eaten a little bit. And I, I oh, yeah, well, I'll make sure I get some sleep tomorrow. All you're doing there is the same journey, but this time you're carrying a candle. So you can just about, you can kind of see bits around. So you make sure that you avoid that snag in the carpet and you just get around that. But the same problem happens there as it does with anything else. Um, the candle can very easily, one fall, one gust of wind puts that candle out. And the same as your own mental health. All it takes is one trip, the candle yep. goes out and you're back at square one. And that's what I talk about in terms of turning on your light first. You must turn it on, on your light on first. And I know there's people going, oh yeah, but that's just selfish. Fuck you. Selfishness is fine. I'm sorry, it just is. Selfishness yeah. and looking after yourself and making sure that you, okay, you are okay is the right thing to do because no one else should be doing it. No one else should be, um, you shouldn't be anyone else's first priority the same as no one else should be your first priority. You are your own, they are their own. Until you can be your own first priority, you can make sure that you're okay. You are of little help to anybody else because the more you give, the more you take, you allow them to take your energy, the longer it takes for you to get to that room, the longer and more battered you become. And in the end, you never make it to the end of the hallway. And that's the point we don't want to get to. Never. But I so that's that what I kind of talk about. And that, that's the kind of, because mm -hmm. you said it there. And I don't know if that yeah. relates at all or. It definitely does. Definitely. Because, well, like you can't expect to help somebody if you're burnt out, you know? Yeah. Because you're just, it's like you said, you're not in the might mindset. And as much as it is that you're trying to put that other person first, and that's great. And I applaud you. I am that person. I will run to other people first, but I, I can't help them properly if I can't help my first, myself first. But not only that, I know that by myself pushing my needs out of the way for me to help somebody else is only going to make my needs worse. I'm going to end up worse in the long run. And I think it's just like you said, people don't want to be selfish because that's who we've built ourselves up to be. And I, I get it because again, I am that person, but you have to put yourself first or else you're going to end up worse in the long run. And I, and I've done it. I am it. I've, I've experienced it more than once. Um, and I think that's a very, very, very difficult habit to break. It's based on on being used as a society. Yeah. So if you think about it, when you're bringing into work and what's the first thing that happens is your boss gives you a guilt trip. Oh, mm -hmm. but we're really we're really snowed under today. Can you not just help us out? No, I can't. Fuck off. Mm 
like if your response is going oh well i suppose i can no because that's where it comes from society has created our need for that because that's better for society right ish the thing is is that most of us are in neoliberal society anyway unless you look at the east specifically but neoliberalism is literally the individual but then what's happened is we've we've got this idea that we should be looking as a collective whilst being in neoliberalism which doesn't work Mm -hmm. and that's the problem we get stuck because one part of society wants us to look after the collective and one part wants us to look after ourselves and the problem is the two don't merge well so Mm -hmm. we get stuck we get stuck in our own heads we don't have a workforce or a um a society that really wants us to look after ourselves but actually everything works better when we do and yeah. it's as simple as that you know think of it you think of a um a football team and it is football i'm not going to correct myself and say soccer it's football um <laughs> if you think of it a, a football team you don't have a player that's broken their ankle whilst running for the ball do they stay on the pitch no they get off if you if their body is broken in the same way as your mental health is broken they take time for themselves and they are no good to the collective. And that's the problem is we're, they're still in, in the way that people in society and you put yourselves is you're there with a broken ankle still going, oh, but I can help them score. I can make sure that nobody, um, nobody else gets the ball. I can make sure that it gets to the right person. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. You're slower now. You're tripping all the time. You're hurting yourself more with every step. Don't. It's as simple as that. Just don't. People never like it because I'm not, and we talked about this before, I am not the nicey-nicey positivity (laughs) person. I'm just not. But the problem is, is that that doesn't help you. You need to make sure that you are the person who is first. End of. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you find yourself, you're saying you you, you don't really get past or anything like that. So would you say that right now Mm -hmm. you are in a position where you don't hate or doubt yourself? I think the hesitation right there kind of speaks a little bit for itself. Yes. <laughs> if I can't answer that right away, then. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's just, I think it's just the situation that, that I'm in currently. Mm. You know, I, we're in such a weird time. Now, I wouldn't say I hate myself. Would I say I love myself? Not 100%. I think I'm like on a good teetering point. But I know that I'm on the right track and I know I'm on, what? <laughs> the words good and teetering do not go together. Oh, okay. Well, let's change them te- Well, teetering is literally this. Okay. It's, it's that. Okay, okay. You're saying we're a good teetering. teetering. We're going this way. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm checking you're okay. You know I mean, I mean was that, I'm good. Listen, good teach- listen to me adam i'm getting comfy okay the knee is up i'm getting comfy okay? you gotta do some hot chocolate in a minute okay, right, right okay let's like pour a glass of wine or something <laughs> i know i'm not okay and i know i don't hate myself but i don't love myself but i know i'm on the right track and here's the reason why i know i know this because I, there's things that happen in your life where normally if you really 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 weren't okay you really, 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 really hated yourself, or you, maybe you just don't have those tools, those building blocks for your self-love. There's moments that will happen where you're just going to throw yourself into situations. Uh, for me, something that tells me that I'm on the right path, that I've built somewhat of a building block, is when I know I've made the right choice despite wanting to make the opposite choice. So what happened recently, 
little story because I'll rant because you probably want to drink some more liquid because you talk a lot. I'm out, <laughs> but I'm good. You carry oh, on. Oh no, need some, some water. You know, is I think a lot of people get worried when they get you know a, a position or a possibility, something something comes their way, an option, a choice, whatever you want to call it. And a way that I know that I'm doing okay is when I want to say a certain answer to the option or the opportunity that's come my way, but I take a second to think about it and if it's actually right for me right now. And I think so many people are very quick to jump and make the decision of what's going to be best, um, like the best option, because maybe it's, it's a great opportunity that comes their way. As opposed to thinking of, okay, but is this actually right for me right now? Can I actually manage this? Can I do this and be okay? Because for me, I got a, a, a possibility of, of a higher job. And I know like my section manager offered it, said, you know, it's, it's on the table. Obviously you do have to apply an interview, but it was an offer. Um, and I, and I had to say, you know, normally I would have been like, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then in six months I'd be like, oh my God, what the fuck did I do? I'm not okay. This is way too much of a load. I can't handle. I actually stepped back and said, I'm going to have to, to think about this because I, I wanted to make sure that if I, if I took this, would my mental health right now, because I, I know it's not great. We're in a pandemic that's supposed to last two weeks that we're now almost a year and a half in. I knew that if I took that job, I would be jumping off of a cliff. And I think for me, that's something that really shows we're, we're, we're doing okay. We're, we're doing better. We're, we're more conscious, uh, conscious, cautious, whatever the word is. Both work. <laughs> they both do, but we're more conscious of, of, of what the possibilities are for ourselves and whether it's the right move and putting myself first, because normally I would have been like, hell yeah. And then again, I'm going to jump off a, a cliff six months down the road. But knowing that I was able to, to take that step back, for me, I knew that I had a good, a good little bit of a foundation there for myself. But two years ago, that wouldn't have been a thing. And that's how I know I'm always learning and always growing. And, and, it, and it's very situational and what you're going through and what are the tools and what experiences have I gone through that have allowed me to build those tools and those foundations. Yeah, it's, it's important. And I think yeah. a lot of people assume, especially when you're in a job, that if you say no mm -hmm. to something, they're going to fire you. Now that, yep. In, yep. The simple answer I have to that is, if you make your, if you are a person that is good at your job, and okay, I'm fully aware that some people's bosses are complete assholes and they will look for any excuse. But then get out of the fucking job. Um, I, I worked for a university just before the pandemic. Um, I knew that I wasn't in a good place. This pretty much as soon as the pandemic came in, I just went, right. I'm, I'm going to quit. And I don't think people believed it because I, I had people going because I worked for university and people always I literally had people go, oh, yeah, but people that quit don't really quit. For, like, everyone ends up back. And I'm like, no, unless I'm lecturing, I'm not back. And even if mm -hmm. even then, I'm probably not back. And I just went, OK, I'm quitting. I'm uh, I'm done. And they're like, yeah. oh, you are. I was like, yeah. And I the thing is, is that I was in a position where I was and my control was. I, I, I'll be honest to put people on the ship, but that wasn't my concern. It was <laughs> because the university should have done, should have done their job better because there shouldn't have been um, like when I, because I had computing equipment from the university um, at my house because I'd been working a little bit from home at the beginning. And right. um, my boss's boss came to my house to collect the stuff. And he literally said, um, I wish that I was on your side of the door, not mine. 
um he was like i don't want to be in this is a nightmare like no one wants to be here it's just that you've actually said no um and i was that says a lot i was known at the university for not making myself the most agreeable with management um at the very top i literally when they did a reshuffle i called out the vice chancellor who was basically the, the, the person at the top i literally spoke to him and said what are you doing um i called out a lot of them for lying in front of other people and i think people always went but how are you how are you not getting fired i'm like because i do my job and they right. know that i can do my job and right. if they try to have a go at me if they try to get rid of me they'd find themselves on the on the other end of a lawsuit and i don't care and I think that's that's the difference. I put I added I don't care to self-care in that mm-hmm. when they when they people be like, oh, yeah, but they could just do this. I'm like, let them, because what you're doing is you're worrying because you care. You care too much about them. Why you they're not your concern. You you are your concern. OK, yep. um, you don't don't work. You work so that you can live. You don't live to work. Yes. And that was always the way I did it. And so anything that anybody would say, I, like, I don't care what they're going to do. Yeah. What, what are they possibly going to do if they what they're going to do fire me for calling them out even though my job is is per, is done perfectly to the point where i was in the job i was in a previous job when i called them out actually their management i was promoted after that um oh. at the point i was in as a temp i wasn't even full staff i was a temp and i got put forward for a um an award as a member of staff by the students and so get rid of someone like that Go ahead, get rid of them and tell me why, because you can't. And that's yeah. the thing is that once you make it, once you, I think, are able to get to that point, and I don't think I, I, I may never get to that point again in the job. I think I was just in a kind of some form of Zen right there where I just went, I don't give a shit. Yep. I'm going to do my job and there's nothing you can do. If I don't want to do something, I simply won't. If it's a problem for my mental health, I will walk away. And I said that mm-hmm. from day one. Um, you know, I, when I was in the interview, don't do this. Um, oh, you, oh boy. When I was in the interview and they asked me why I wanted to do it, I said, because the job's easy. Um, and they employed me on the spot. Um, because wow. it's hard to get away from. Um, it's, it's very difficult to do these things. Now, I know, yeah. I'm well aware, anybody listening just going, oh, what an arrogant cunt, please shut, shut up. <laughs> but the problem is, is that people will think that because it is a step to self-love and self-esteem is recognizing your fucking worth. Mm-hmm. And that is why I said there may not be a time at which I am in that same kind of Zen because recognizing your worth, what is the first thing that people say when you start to recognize your worth? Oh, that sounds so arrogant. So first thing people say as a response to realizing yeah. your worth in a job, in society, in a relationship, you know, that's you're it. If you're the breadwinner, you're the breadwinner in a, in a relationship if your boyfriend or girlfriend whatever says something and you're there and you kind of go well look i do a lot in this relationship oh you're just trying to gaslight me no i'm not i'm telling you the truth and it just gets pushed back you can't people society is set up to tell you that if you try and show yourself worth that you are yeah. wrong yeah and i guarantee there's probably people who are listening who switched off when i started talking about the fact of, of what i was doing when i was there because that's how society has told them to react Someone yeah. has the, has a realization of their own self worth at a certain time. They must be just arrogant. I'm not going to listen. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. 
that's the problem that we face all the time is that we don't want but to society has made it that way too right like it's not society just something created that, it. yeah you know it, sure, I mean, it's our own problem that was made <laughs> yeah we've created we've created it by yeah. um, smashing together ideologies i mean we yeah. are still effectively in a hobbesian realist uh, um up there not a hobbesian realist ideal i apologize university um it's a hobbesian ideal that we are stuck in the idea that, that life is brutal and short and the Leviathan, we create our own society through the Leviathan, which is a Hobbesian ideal. Um, you know, we're still stuck in that. We're still stuck in a way of thinking that comes from the 1800s. Yes. Sorry, the 18th century. Sorry, not the 1800s. It's 17, 1751. Um, you know, that's when that book was written. And we are still living in a society that is effectively in some way built in it. Yes, okay, there's the Rousseauian idea of being nicer to each other, but really we're in a Hobbesian ideal. And I realise I've lost another part of the audience here going, oh, shut up. But that's what we're stuck in. me. <laughs> but we're stuck in this idea that it, the life is short, it's brutal, and actually mm -hmm. we have a society around us because we created it to protect ourselves. Yeah. So this is the thing. Again, it's that idea of mashing together ideals because society is meant to protect us as individuals. That's why it's there. But we don't allow it to because we have a go at each other for doing so. And that's, the, that's such a problem. Look at your such rant. A when we do what it. a good huh? rant. That was a great rant. <laughs> you, pull, you pulled out like the history lesson and like the everything. Like, that was good. How do I come from that? How do I pick up on that? Just talk. <laughs> anything, anything that means people aren't listening to me. Because Oh, my goodness. Me, so the two, the two highest of viewership for this, for this podcast is the UK and Canada. So they, and Canada is number one. So they want to hear from you, Taylor. Trust Yay, me. Canadian. <laughs> hmm. What else can I say? I just like, I just think we're in a shitty society. Oh, it's lightning. Sorry. A shitty society. And... I, I, I think we're just in such a transitional generation. I don't even know if that's really the right way to put it, where it's like you said, everything that, you know, was coming from our previous generations wasn't talked about. Now we have all of these old kind of ideals and mindsets that are coming into play and everything's getting shifted. I'm glad for it, but I think it's just hell on loose because, you know, nobody knows what to do anymore because you're, you're stuck between those, those two like ideologies of what we used to do and what we want to start doing. Um, but I just, I just, I don't know if like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I just wish that there is a way that, that these conversations would be so much more open and that people would accept themselves a little, a little bit more in the fact that it's, it's, it's okay if it doesn't take you five minutes and it's okay if you're going to have those downfalls. I just think it's super, super important that, that again, we're using these resources to build ourselves back up. And, and I, I wish I knew this when I was, when I was younger, because I used to think it was a quick, quick switch, a quick flip and whatnot, but it's really not. And I, and I think a lot more people need to know that and hear that and know that it's going to be, it's going to go on for a while and it's okay to struggle a little bit. Yeah. And it's okay not to know the answer. So it's okay. Um, <laughs> I, th I think the word ignorance has lost its true meaning a lot of the time. So yeah. when you say about someone being ignorant of something, they go, oh, I'm not ignorant. I'm like, no, you are. Mm -hmm. what, I'm, what I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you're willfully ignorant. I'm saying you're ignorant of it. You yeah. haven't learned about it. And that's not your, that's not your fault. You don't know it because you mm -hmm. haven't been taught it. If you're willfully right. ignorant, then I have more of an issue. Being ignorant of a, of a of something because you haven't ever come across it is fine. Most people, most older people, will be ignorant of the the things that we go through, and most right. um, most uh, we will be ignorant of most things that Gen Z go through because 
it's not how we were brought up so mm-hmm. we aren't willfully ignorant we're not ignoring it but i mean when you say about people trying to get there and we're getting there too fast it's almost like um someone trying to run out to because the, the snow's just fallen um and they're running out they're putting their shoes on they're just running out without tying the shoelaces so when they run all they do is trip mm-hmm. whereas all they need to do is actually take the time as we yeah. say about building blocks is take the time to do the shoelaces up and take yeah. that few extra steps so that you don't just fall over the second you get yeah. into the ice and the snow. Of and I realise I, I go into about 50 analogies a time here, but it just came into my head. Um, but that, that's the thing, it's, it's setting up for that. And I think that's the, right. the problem. We don't, we don't let ourselves have time. Um, right. I mean, I, I tutor a young, um, a young lad for um, um, mathematics and a few other things, but in maths, he knows the answer. He always knows the answer. The problem is, is that, he for the first 10 seconds will go i don't know and just throw his head back and i don't want to do it's like no you know so shut up for a few seconds and then he'll always come out with not just the answer but then a better explanation than most of his teachers right i'm like right you've got it we're stubborn we don't want to we want to get to the answer the fastest way possible yeah we're stubborn that's the thing. We 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 just want to be there. We want to we want to yeah. click our fingers and go. Yep, yep, yeah. that's it. You know, I'm it's 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 Stargate. I just want to teleport it. It gets me there immediately. You know, yeah. it's it's not going to happen that simply. It's just not, and that's the problem. No, no. We're all and doing I, it. So, but I think like what? Go, go, no, no. Go. no, 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 no. Go, 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 go. No, no, no. You're the guest. Do as you're told. <laughs> no, no. I just I don't even know what I'm going to say. So you can go ahead. Are <laughs> you trying to throw it back at me? Yeah, um, I am. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not going to accept it. Fucking take it. Um, but no, I, was, I mean, I was just going to say we are we are kind of stuck. Like we said at the beginning, yeah. it's it's that thing of um, we don't want to accept the fact that we have to try. It seems, mm-hmm. and and we don't accept the fact that it's okay to not be okay. Yes, although I I have my issues with that hashtag. But, oh, so okay. it's not a very, hashtag. I'm just saying it's just okay. Oh, not no, no, to no. Be no okay. I know, but I think the way I described it. <laughs> is my issue so um, it's okay to not be okay and it is it's okay to say not um it's okay Mm -hmm. not to be okay and i know that what i'm about to say doesn't equate to you it's just my biggest issue with it is when people say it's okay not to be okay how many times have you heard that from someone who then follows it up with something that's going to help and how many times have you heard it from Mm -hmm. a streamer a podcaster a youtuber uh, some fucking idiot on TV just going, it's okay not to be okay. Uh, next up, we're, we're looking yep, at how to make it. pretty flowers. Like, that's it. Fucking You're tell right. me something. You're right. It is okay to not like to not be okay. But what is not okay is to say that and then just sit there and just, you know, hope that everything gets better. Yeah. You, you still have to like, yeah, admit it. That's, that's, that's the perfectly problem. fine. That's great. Yeah. But now what are you going to do with that? Take that. And now, okay, let's go do some research. Let's go do some tools. Let's experiment with with those building blocks. You have to still do something with it. Yeah, and, but you know. Yeah, that's the problem. It, it's it goes along with that kind of that that stubbornness and that wanting to be there straight away because it is as if yeah. we've we make the hashtags and it's like that's something yes. special. And I'm sorry to anyone coming up with these hashtags. You're not. It's not. It's been done for years. We've said the same kind of shit for years. I don't want another hashtag from you. I don't want you putting it in pretty colors so it looks nicer. I want mm-hmm. you to actually talk to me. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say it's okay not to be okay, I want it to be followed with. And therefore, if you want to deal with any resources, we have them below in this. And by the way, guess what? Guess what? I have the resources below. I'm talking about this and we have fucking resources mm-hmm. across 
the world on my website. Right. There's a fucking reason it exists, okay? Because people do listen to this from across the world. And I am not going to be that person that has a go at someone and then does the same fucking thing. But I see it on Twitter all the time. I see it on Twitch. And Twitch, sort your fucking hashtags out. Literally, there was a ha- mental health hashtag earlier and it was someone sitting at their desk doing their work. That is not mental health help. Oh my God, and there's going to be people that argue and say, say, oh yes, that. but it's a study. It's a study group. Yes, it's a study group. However, it's not interactive. So put study group and educational, not mental health. You're going to say something, sorry. It is funny that you say that because, you know, I, I love my workplace. Like this is nothing like that, but it, it's with those, the posters and how they advertise these mental health weeks is so completely wrong. Yep. You know, they, they do these posters and there's just somebody sitting there like, <laughs> it's not happy. I'm, I don't need you in your professional wear and your arms crossed and a happy smile, and it's we're gonna make it all better. Because that, that's so falsified, and it pisses me off. Because oh yeah, it 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 is putting it in such a different context, for lack of a better word, than what it really is. I don't need to to see a mental health poster of somebody being like, "We're here to help." I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, so many people go on the idea of we're here to help. We're going to yeah. put these things on. I tell you what's better, actually fucking helping. Yes. Like, yeah. So the university I used to work at every year, and I'm pissed off for this every year, for the student mental health, Ooh. they used to do every year the dance society. He's pissed, everybody. <laughs> the dance <laughs> society used to do a, um, I forgot what you call them now, um, a flash dance. Okay. In an area where you couldn't fucking escape. It was in a small canteen area mm-hmm. and they were in the way. Now, few things there, guys. Um, OCD, anxiety, ADHD, autism. Few of the um, things that may have yep. an issue with the fact that they can't escape something when people are fucking dancing in front of them. And mm-hmm. apparently this is good for mental. No, it fucking isn't. Oh, it is God. not good for mental health. It exacerbates mental health. But then when I, I've done it before and I've confronted them after, I said, what the fuck was that about? Oh, well, they signed off on it. And oh, what's the matter with it? Well, being clearly neurotypical, you wouldn't fucking know, would you? But you know what a weird thing we're going to do in Mental Health Awareness Week is do something around mental health and actually understand yes. it. Because why are you doing the flash dance? What is it you're doing it for? Is it yep. probably to actually just advertise your society and yep. not to do anything else? Like, it pisses me off. The staff mental health bit was three stools and a fucking teepee. And I really wish I was joking, but it was three stools and a teepee. And that was, me- that was mental health for, um, for staff nearly 800. It's not acceptable. No. Stop giving us posters. Stop giving us days. I don't like World Mental Health Day either. Stop giving us, oh, it's awareness. Like yep. awareness month. That's great. Autistic people exist. Now what? Because mm-hmm. you haven't told anybody what to do. You've just gone, look, they exist. Look at them over there. Oh, look. Oh, yeah, they do things. Okay, right. let's carry on. No, stop making posters for millions of pounds, millions of dollars across the world and do something. Stop yes. fucking talking and do something. This is the big difference, I think, with, um, say, for instance, with Trump in America, is mm-hmm. that there's a lot of um, trumpets that still go on about, oh, look, Joe Biden hasn't been tweeting. He hasn't told anyone what he's done. No, you know why? Because he's fucking done it. Mm-hmm. Being your own person that just makes a thing all the time and putting posters about how amazing you are and how good you are. Starbucks saying, look, we celebrate Mental Health Day. You know what? That does brings customers in. Doesn't help anyone, though. No. 
all I want is someone to actually do it. So when we have these things of it's okay not to be okay, and you know, positive vibes, positive, fuck off with your positive vibes. Because you know what? I may not be in a positive mood right now. Mm -hmm. And my mood may be angry. And if it's angry, I need to deal with that anger. Because if I push against it with positivity, all that's going to do is make me more angry. And it's going to make me attack my own mental health. Whereas if I deal with that emotion, if I deal with the fact that I'm angry, if I go for a run thinking, okay, let's just deal, fuck, so why am I angry? And have that introspection, as you talked about before, whilst I'm in a time when my mind can listen to it, you guess what happens? I start to be more relaxed. Because you you deal with the root, you deal with the trigger. Yes. Deal, mm-hmm. dealing with it in terms of hashtags and some fucking instagram model that just wants to look good going hey peace and fuck off this is not a miss america contest <laughs> this is it's just yeah. ridiculous because it's, it's it we've literally twitter and social media and a lot of this new age mental health la bullshit is effectively a miss america competition you know mm-hmm. what would you like i want i want um world peace fuck off mm-hmm. do something Stop yeah. telling us and do something. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if you want to add something before I just explode. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> let, I'll, let, I'll let you catch your breath. But like, but but you're right. It, this whole marketing perspective and everything—it's it's advertisement, and it and it's not even just companies anymore because it transitions to just people on social media. You don't mm-hmm. see people posting those bad days. All they're posting is, is the days when they're out and about and having a great time and smiling and laughing, but nobody will post those days when they're, you know, stuck in bed because they, they just can't bear the weight of the world on that day. So, it, you know, it's not even just on a, on a corporate perspective. It's a personal perspective too. And, I, and I'm, and I'm guilty of this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to post all the pictures of me happy with my niece, but I'm not going to post any pictures of me on those days where I, I, I can't carry that weight. Yeah. And that, the, the thing is, is that we get, I think it's got, it's got toxic with that as well, because you get a lot of people mm-hmm. sometimes when they do use a bad day, it's not really a bad day. It's just one that they go on Facebook and put, oh, I don't want to talk about this. Yep. Yep. Like it, it just becomes such an issue. And I like, I have so much issue with so much of the mental health community. Um, and I think most of the, most streamers and most people in the mental health community have realized it because some of them don't want to deal with me because mm-hmm. it's hard to deal with someone that will question you um and the other ones just go i want to talk to you because you don't sound like everyone else it's like okay <laughs> yeah. fine. I'm, i always say that i'm a monkey in a suit because i talk about mental health but i i don't give the answer that everyone expects um and it's so trigger warnings trigger warnings are always irritating oh, and people if yeah. they've got to this point if any one of you have got to this point i mean it may just be me and taylor at this point i, I you know if you're still there clap literally still there yourself. hey hope you're doing um, okay you know thanks thanks <laughs> um but you know trigger warnings there hasn't been one in this and there's a very simple reason for that is and i've done a i've done a video on this before as well is trigger warnings all they do is isolate from the outside and the inside so what we've said is that everyone should be talking about mental health but then we've put a big fucking sign up going trigger warning mm-hmm. okay well i know i may not want to enter that door now i don't want to i don't want to know what it's about because you've said trigger warning so clearly there's a warning and it's trigger warning there's a warning there there's a fucking red sign saying do not enter what i've always said to people is what it should say is open discussion if you still want to have those ideas or something it's a simple sales trick for fuck's sake because trigger warning is a closed off statement it's a statement that goes there is no there is no continuation here whereas if it's an open discussion open chat then if you have the word open you're more likely to enter 
but yeah. it also comes with the idea that if it's open it is one that will have a lot of different discussion right. whereas if you just have someone saying we're having a mental health chat okay well that's one that might not want to talk about that but an open one is so i really want the language to change because the language can mean a lot yes. and if we put trigger warnings up trigger warnings do nothing i once went on to a uh, onto a radio station and this uh, i was the president of a university mental health group mm -hmm. um and i got told i was brought on because i was the president of a couple of societies one of them being the mental health group right that's why i was on there to talk about it and I got told I had to say the word trigger warning before um, I talked about the fact that I dealt with mental health. What the fuck? Ooh. I had to have it's trigger annoying. warning to it's say annoying. mental health. It's annoying. Uh, it's it's, it's not just annoying. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just wrong. And you know who put the put things in place? It was the authority, which means neurotypical people. It's, it just reminds me of every time I hear of something stupid being done for a group of people. It's always done by people that aren't in that group of people. There's yep. a few years ago. Um, it's not mental health, but it's on this um, idea. Is a few years ago, there was a massive furore by one of the racist papers over here. Daily Mail, you fucking idiots. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that said, mm -hmm. basically, all um, oh, Muslims are trying to take um, all the all the um, the. Uh, Bibles out of uh, out of hotels over here because they don't want us learning Christianity. All this stuff. You're like, no. What actually happened was a Christian white male in Parliament put forward the idea that maybe we should take Bibles out because of Muslim and other religious um, points of view. The mm -hmm. Muslim Council of Britain came out and just went, "What the fuck are you on about? This is a, this is a Christian nation. Uh, we have no issue with you having them there whatsoever." Mm -hmm. But of course, it was someone on the outside yep. trying to do something. And then the people within it are the ones that are stuck. The same mm -hmm. as with um, Bibles, the same as with mental health. Yes. I don't need to be given a trigger warning to say the words mental fucking health. If we want open discussion and to be able to talk about mental health, then that's what we should be able to do. Right. I've appeared on things um, on the suicide prevention social media. I've appeared on it a couple of times now. And I actually, one of the discussions was that. It was me and actually another um, mental health streamer called uh, Mindset by Dave. Now, me and, me and Dave agree on a lot and I disagree on a lot. We mm -hmm. agree on the trigger warning thing. We disagree on our approaches. I am the grumpy old fucker that will tell you to do one. He is the nice one that will occasionally put a funny hat on and play the guitar. Like we are not the same person, but we both yeah. agree on this point that all it does is mean that people don't talk. Right. If you've suffered, if you've suffered in, in terms of PTSD, but then every time you think, oh, maybe I should go and talk to someone. And then every time it's talked about, there's a thing that says trigger warning. Yeah. You go, oh no, actually that might, that might set me off, but I better not go right. there. But actually, if you went in there, you would be able to talk. Yes. And you'd be able to deal with the things. But and you might even that. take something away from yes. it. Yeah. That's the other thing. Because you might be going into these conversations of these trigger warning conversations. And then you might actually come out in a better place because maybe somebody's going through something similar. Or maybe you've learned something that they're doing that you can do for yourself. And maybe you actually come out a little bit better. So it, 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 it blocks the door, closes that door for somebody to go in and possibly explore. And, and why are we trigger warning, warning things that we're really trying to open up those conversations and discussions and the awareness for it? Yeah. And th there was a one that really annoyed me the day. I think it was a partner on Twitch that put on Twitter and they were lauded because of this comment about how they um, had an issue with, um, how did they put it? Was it emotion, trauma dumping? Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, oh, yes, people shouldn't do this. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, this is awful. This is awful. This is awful. Because someone went into their chat and basically said, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, basically, they were 
unloading trauma they had because they didn't have anywhere else to turn to turn clearly there was nothing in their normal life because that's why they turned to twitch right and that person's response is basically don't trauma dump you don't know what i'm going through and it's like and or, or there might be other people in chat that have an issue and things like that i was like i'm sorry but it's triage right now that's the person that needs my help mm-hmm. and i tell you now if you come into my chat and you're you're like that that's the person i'm dealing with and somebody yeah. in my chat will tell you probably because i'm going to be slow in chat somebody will, there will be like he will be with you in a second. Here's some resources. Here, we're here for you. That's my chat. Know that. Yeah. But that's the thing is there's no such fucking thing as trauma dumping as far as I'm concerned. There's there's wanting to go in and talk to someone because yeah. you are at your, the end of your tether. If somebody comes in and talks in chat and goes, I don't know where else to turn. I hate myself. This is the end. I'm not going to then turn back and go, oh, well, we don't need that kind of no. um, uh, thick no. vibe in here. How no. about... That person like, put it on. I can't remember your name. Otherwise, I literally would call you out because I don't give a fuck. You're an idiot. Do not that now because all you've done is now made an entire um, viewership. Thousands of people think, yeah, I'm going to you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to now yeah. blame people that come into my chat with massive trauma with nowhere else to turn. They are now to blame. They're the ones that should be shamed for having trauma. They're the ones that should be shamed for having mental health. And it's fucking unacceptable. How can we ever get them to a point where they right. where they love themselves, where they where they don't just have self help? Because get, if we're going to shame self-hate, them, hate self hate yeah. and self doubt just gone through the fucking roof because yep. you had the audacity to think that oh well you shouldn't do that. Now I understand mm-hmm. that not every streamer can deal with it. That's absolutely fine. That's right. Absolutely fine. You should say I am not the right person to talk to. I'm so sorry right. that you're going through this. I am not the right person for this. And we have people in here that might actually. Um, have have some issues i know that we have um, i know that there's some people on on twitch that can help you and there are resources near you even if you don't have the resources let people know and say right. to them i'm so sorry i can't help you don't shame them for being there tell them Especially you are the right person because this person it, it probably wasn't easy for this person either to just come up and come into the chat and open up like this they're yeah. they're coming here because they they find your chat to be a safe space which is amazing mm-hmm. because you know not not everywhere is like that and then to, for them to come, take that step, push themselves to, to, to get that assistance and then pretty much get shit on. Yeah. And that just makes it so much worse. Yeah. Because yeah. now this person who is coming into the chat, having these situations, they're at their wits end. They're coming, looking for that, that one more extended hand and then somebody slams it down. That person is now gonna probably be in such a worse position maybe not even have that confidence to come out and say it anymore you know it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking it's like i say i don't expect everyone to have all the resources i don't expect everyone to be able to deal with it but it it just takes that um maybe it's one of your mods maybe you say to one of your mods if you're in there can we have a command set that just says um you know luna tj is not is not able to to help you at this point um they wish they could um but we know there's better facilities out there i'm sorry for what you're going through just have a command right right so that they know one that you've recognized them and Mm -hmm. two that even though you um can't help them that there is somewhere else they can go because yeah they might carry on and then it might become a problem if they carry on and it does cause distress and there's issues then that's something else to be coming on to but if your response is is basically to shame them right and you're just destroying someone for the sake of your fucking numbers yeah. on twitch and that's not the be all and end all and then you get to um, go on twitter and say about how amazing it is and how everyone's awful for that right and that gets lauded because you're right and it's fucking disgusting yeah i hate it i really hate it i'm never you know 
I am not the right person to come on and talk to. But you know what? First thing I want to do, here's the resources. If you want to stay in chat, if you want to be in the background, if this is going to help you, great. I'm, I'm glad that we can be of help if you can chat in, in, in chat. But if you're really in that point where it's, there's an emergency, please contact these people. This is why I have the resources. That's my response. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, like, I know I went to school. I, I did counseling. Do I practice it? No. Can I recall what I learned four, five, six, seven, eight years ago? Probably not the greatest. Would I want to help you? Definitely. Do I know I'm a counselor or a therapist for you? Absolutely not. And that's fine. But it's like you said, but I want to enable people to have those resources so they know where to go because I, I'm glad that they felt comfortable and safe to reach out to me. But I, 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 I know I can't help, um, you know, and, but what's important is again, you know, steering people in the right direction. Here's the tool. Here's what you can try. Here's go and experiment here. This is a website, your website, for example, go look at this website and maybe there's something on here that will help you. Thank yeah. you for reaching out. Thank you for opening up because obviously that shows that you want to take that control. You want to put yourself first. You want that self-love. You want to build it, but here, here's the path. Let's take you on the path to get there. Yeah. And like I say, not every Twitch uh, streamer is set out for it. And especially right. not gamers generally, because gamers don't, they're there to game. They're, there, you right. know, they're not necessarily paying attention. But even, even then, I've been into, um, personally, I've been into a chat before where there was maybe 20 people in there. And I was just having a, f I was just having a shit day. And I really yeah. hated everything that was going on. And then I said the words that I always have a go at people in my chat. And I just went, I'm sorry for bringing chat down. And this person who was gaming, they were a gamer. They weren't anything else. They didn't have any other hashtags. They were a gamer. Literally yeah. saw it and just went, no. Stop their game and then just went, no, you haven't done anything to do that. Don't talk like that. We don't, the game doesn't matter. And talk to yeah. me. And I've seen that from huge streamers before. I've seen that from yeah. big, big streamers who have, there was one that came up on YouTube once where somebody had gone, you know, this is a wholesome thing from Twitch where somebody had, had um, gone in and then uh, they had like, hundreds of people watching them and they'd made some comment about they were getting divorced and they didn't and same same as me they said about didn't want to bring chat down and he did exactly the same thing this guy this big ass game i just wow. went no stop the game right and literally turned to camera and you know moments like that if if you feel if you're comfortable with it great don't ever give advice that's not what you should do but right. if you feel comfortable saying to someone look I, we're here for you then great yeah. but if you don't tell them that's all we that's all people that are in that point want is you to be honest with them and not to then shame them for fucking existing because that's mm -hmm. the problem all you're doing is destroying another human being because you want more numbers on twitch and yeah. that disgusts me yeah. and i would I, I happily if you're out there put it in the messages i will fucking happily talk to you because i don't care twitch doesn't give a shit about mental health youtube doesn't give a shit about mental health and both of you fucking at me i don't care you just don't and that's a big, big ass problem. I mean, neither of them. So YouTube very, um, very often will not. Um, you can do YouTube ads. They won't do ads on a lot of chats that are around certain things with mental health. They won't allow it to be um, pushed into ads. Twitch, when it did a mental health week, literally had people that were doing fucking ASMR. Now, that is helpful to uh, mental health to a point. But when it, that's all that's on there and there's no other things and there were basically no resources, yeah, I'm going to say that's. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Yeah. And that is, of course, owned by Google, which is owned by Amazon. How about the companies fucking do something rather than just yeah. putting the posters up like we were saying before? Right. It's the corporate move. It's, it's I just, just want to... Mm -hmm. um, it's very <laughs> annoying. It, it pisses breath, me off breath. no end. And this is the thing. And this is why I said before, I'm, I think I've become the, um, the monkey in a suit that people just look at because of the fact that I don't care. Like if I get banned yeah. off Twitch or off YouTube tomorrow, fine. 
I'll video. contact those people. I'll contact those people individual and just say, look, this is what's happened. My website's still up. Let's, um, you know, if you need help, go through there. Because right. I'm not chasing those things. Mm -hmm. But so many people are, and we've created barriers. And so many people's self-worth is pushed into those things. Yes. And how are we, and like we just said with that person, their self-worth is destroyed because their self-worth is all around something like Twitch, all around yeah. some form of social media. Social yeah. media can be a fantastic help for people. Call me Chris when she was on here before, talked about how she'd started to get over um, her depression and, and um, su uh, suicidal ideation. And then when she went on to Twitch, that had really helped, her, sorry, not Twitch, TikTok, had really helped and really pushed up her self-esteem even more. So they right. can be great things, but they can also destroy people just Very as easily. Very detrimental. Very, and, yeah. They can do both, but we need to realize that. We need to move forward. If we're trying to help people's self-esteem and self-love, there's no right. quick answer, but we need to recognize it for each other as well. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add? Because I feel like I'm going around in circles, at least myself, and ranting far too much. Is there anything <laughs> you wanted rant, to add, um, add and then we can kind of finish it off? Or? No, I don't. I, I think we've hit quite a few topics, and I think we've kind of hit the nail on the head on, on those topics and really explored them. Um, no, I, I think I'm quite satisfied with this discussion. <laughs> you went into a very interesting attempt at an English accent. There. I, did, um, I did. Okay, did I so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so as I said before, everyone, um, so below you'll be able to find the link mm -hmm. for um, um, Taylor or Luna's um, uh, Twitch channel. You also find mine on there as well. Um, and mm -hmm. also the first thing you come across is my website, but it will be specifically, I will do the, ha uh, the, my website and then, um, forward slash resources, which is the resource page. If you're in the UK, you can find everything on that first page. I specifically looked at them and they are the resources that I have personally put on there. If you're anywhere else in the world at the very top, it says, um, worldwide and it says checkpoint. If you click on there, you'll be able to find your country and links within the country that you're in. If you are outside of, um, the UK and you can't find your country, uh, your country on there, there are very few that aren't listed, but there may be some, um, you can actually ring into the UK. I spoke to someone that was in Bulgaria the other day who rang into the UK and they were actually very helpful as well. So our call centers will take them as well. Um, they're, they're free services, you know, they're there to help you. They're not there for anything else. And a lot of the services now actually have an online, um, message board as well so you can talk to them via there if you don't want to talk on the phone so the resources are below and there's links to everything else um twitch to to youtube um videos to everything else um please do go and check it out and hopefully we have been either helpful or at least a bit of entertainment for an hour and a half whilst you uh, go for a run so thank yeah. you everyone for joining me thank you taylor for joining me and thank we'll you see you next me. time thanks everyone